the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Bob Bernie Live. Looking at today's news through a biblical worldview. Do you find it interesting that nobody's talking about Afghanistan anymore? Um, We've got the war going on in Ukraine, and I've got some stories about that. Just continues to be horrific. Uh, One story I've got, if I I have time to get to it, is... uh, The New York Times, and I don't necessarily trust the New York Times, but they have a multi-page article where they did an investigation contrasting the events in the Ukraine war from all of the media as opposed to Russian media. In other words, specific events what the rest of the world reported about that event and how it differs from how that event was reported to the people of Russia. I'll, I'll, I'll try to get to that. But what happened to Afghanistan? I don't see anything about Afghanistan. You know, we've got inflation, we've got gas prices going to historic highs. Uh, and it <laughs> Speaking of that, just quickly, you remember when President Biden said that he was going to release millions of barrels of oil from the strategic reserve, the American strategic reserve, and the result of that was going to be lower gas prices? Um, You gotten gas the last couple of days? It's not going down. It's going up. Yeah, that whole thing about releasing millions of barrels of oil from the strategic reserve did absolutely nothing, zero, except reduce the emergency supplies of oil that has a great deal to do with our national security. So we are much less secure today as a nation and it didn't do a thing to gas prices. They're continuing to go up. But anyway, we got that, the war in Ukraine. But what about Afghanistan? Well, there is nothing in the press about Afghanistan because it is all bad news. And all of the bad news rests firmly on the shoulders of Joe Biden. Now, Again, some would say, it was Donald Trump that negotiated the withdrawal from Afghanistan. Folks, if you've heard that and if you believe that, make sure you get your facts correct. 
Did Donald Trump negotiate a withdrawal from Afghanistan? The answer to that is yes. Did Joe Biden follow the details of that negotiated withdrawal? The answer is no. Absolutely not. The agreement that was negotiated in the Trump administration assured the Afghan people of freedom. It assured that the Taliban could not, would not do what they're doing today. I think any reasonable objective person knows that our withdrawal under the Biden administration was not only a disaster for America, it is a disaster for the Afghan people. We were told that the Taliban now is a kinder, gentler Taliban. They're not like they used to be. And uh, when they take over the country, they won't be as abusive to women as they... Yeah, that's what we were told. That's what the president said. That's what President Biden said. Here is a story from today from the BBC, British Broadcasting Company. Headline, Taliban to force Afghan women to wear face veil. Here's the story. Afghan women will have to wear the Islamic face veil for the first time in decades under a decree passed by the country's ruling Taliban militants. All right, let's stop right there. What women? All women. Really? All women? Yeah. All women. You you mean women who are not Muslim? Yeah. Women who are not married to a Muslim man? Uh, Yeah. All women. Um... A European woman that uh, goes to Afghanistan? Uh-huh, yeah, everybody. Quote, Any woman who refuses to comply and ignores official warnings to male members of her family could see a male guardian jailed for three days. Oh, yeah. Every woman in Afghanistan has to have at least one male guardian. Yeah, they <laughs> Yeah, they uh, they have to have a male guardian. Uh the Taliban enforced the all-encompassing burqa during their first stint in power in the 1990s, but they had not enforced it in Afghan cities since taking over last year. And remember what they told the world? We're a kinder gentler Taliban. We're not going to force women to, yeah, uh uh-huh. Quote, the decree was passed by the Taliban's Ministry for the Prevention of Vice and Promotion of Virtue. Taliban officials described the decree as advice. Yeah, don't you love that? It's just advice. Well, what if you don't take the advice? Well, here it is, quote, In the first instance, the home of the woman would be visited and their husband, brother, or father, whatever man is in the home, husband, brother, or father, would be talked to. 
In other words, threatened. You better get your woman under submission. She should never be seen in public without a burqa. That's the first instance, if they don't take the advice. Quote, in the second, their male guardian, yeah, women, you would be required to have a guardian. In the second, their male guardian would be summoned to the Ministry for the Prevention of Vice and the Promotion of Virtue. They would be summoned. So the first time, the threat is in the home. The second, the threat is made in the office of the Ministry for the Prevention of Vice and Promotion of Virtue. In the third instance, the male guardian would be taken to court and will be jailed for three days. So it's interesting that in order to get the women to submit to the Taliban, they are threatening to jail the men around them. Um, Again, quoting from the article, Afghanistan has become the only country in the world which publicly limits education by gender. Girls have been banned from receiving secondary education. The Taliban promised the world they would not do this. Girls have been banned from receiving secondary education. The Ministry for Women's Affairs has been disbanded. And in many cases, women are no longer allowed to work. Uh, women can't go to secondary education. They go to elementary school, but they can't go to college. Uh, many of them can't go to high school. Many of them are not allowed to work any longer. They have to stay home. And if they are in public at all, they will wear a burqa or else. For uh, 20 years, the presence of America in Afghanistan prevented this. Under the previous administration, which was far perfect, we were down to 2,500 troops in the entire country. That's it. In the entire country, 2,500 troops. But our presence was enough to hold back this radical, radical, radical agenda of the Taliban. When we left, and more importantly, how we left, has caused unimaginable human suffering. Unimaginable human suffering. Uh, When was the last time you heard anyone in the press ask the president or any of his representatives about what's going on in Afghanistan in response, again, not just to how or why we left, but how we left. All right, we'll be back, wrap things up. Talk radio that makes a difference. Makes a difference. This is Bob Bernie Live.
the uh, the news media in America is is in many ways pathetic. I mean, it really is, and most of us know it. That's why every poll, oh my goodness, for ten years or more, every poll indicates the American people do not trust the media. Uh, they they just don't, particularly the mainstream media. All right. With that said, however, we still do have a free press. You say, well, well Bob, the liberal left controls the mainstream media. Uh, that's primarily true, but it's because they choose to be controlled by the far left. It is a choice that they consciously make because that is their persuasion as well. Does that make sense? Yes. The mainstream media in America is far, far left. Yes, it is controlled by the far, far left. But it's voluntary. Nobody makes them do that. Uh, The Biden administration does not call CBS, NBC, ABC, or even CNN— the the White House does not call them and say, hey, this is how you will report it. Now, they usually report exactly what the White House wants. Now that Biden's in, when Trump was in, as you all know, it was exactly the opposite. <clears throat> but here's my point. It is slanted, it is biased, but it is voluntary unlike the media in many other countries. Uh, My very first foreign mission trip was to Kenya many years ago. Oh, my goodness, that's been way over 40 years ago that I made my first mission trip uh, to Kenya. And I've always been a news junkie, always, always, always. From the time I was a teenager, I've been a news junkie. So it was fascinating Every single night in Kenyan TV, I have no idea what it's like now, but 45 years ago or whatever, uh, well, it's not 45, about 40 years ago, every single night, the news would come on. And the news would begin with, uh, what was the president's name then? Oh, my. Moy. Daniel Moy. President's name at that time was Daniel Moy. And every single night, and I mean every night without exception, there was never, 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 never an exception. The news reporter would begin the report with his uh, honor, Daniel something, something, Moy, today. And then they would talk about what the president did that day. You know, he went to lunch. He, uh, he ate this. He had a hamburger on, you know, whatever. They went into great detail about everything he did that day. And they had to. The president ruled the media. I've been in many other countries as well, where the news media was absolutely controlled by the media. Or everything was controlled by the government. The media was controlled by the government. They even wrote out stories for them and so forth. That's basically the way it is in Russia. The Russian government has almost totalitarian control of the media. 
That's why it was such a strange thing when that woman rushed onto the set with an anti-war sentiment, and of course she was immediately fired. The reason I went through that, the New York Times did an in-depth bit of research on the difference between the way the rest of the world is reporting the incidents in the Ukrainian war and the way that the Russian media is. For instance, and just quickly, all of us remember the horrific pictures of Bucha, Bucha, B-U-C-H-A, a a, uh, region surrounding Kiev and the thousands of bodies lying in the street. News reporters from around the world read the same thing, or reported the same thing. It was Russian troops. It was an atrocity. People were executed. They found people with their hands tied behind their back, shot in the head, and so on and so forth. The rest of the world reported that. The people of Russia heard it was all a hoax, that uh, the blood was fake blood. They were actors lying on the ground pretending to be dead, Um, And that's why public opinion in much of Russia honestly believes that they're trying to root out the Nazis in Ukraine. As slanted and as biased as our news is, we do still have freedom of the press. Have a great evening, but please remember whose... You are. Listen. Listen. Think. Think. Discern. Discern. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.